0: You're listening to the Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment podcast, the show discussing the latest and most exciting developments of Sharia-compliant sustainable finance.
1: The development of sustainable financial products, Islamic or otherwise, often entail a collaborative effort between financial institutions and external sustainability experts. My name is Marlena Karim, the editor of Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment, and we are joined by Andy Homer, Chief Customer Officer at Gatehouse Bank, to talk about how it develops its Islamic Sustainable products, as well as the upcoming launch of its additional financing to existing customers to improve the energy efficiency of their homes. Hi, Andy. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Marlena. As a Sharia compliant bank, how have you moved towards sustainability and have there been any challenges?
0: We see a natural alignment between the Sharia principles that the, the bank follows and sustainability. And so, how we've transitioned to looking more at sustainability, I guess is we we've worked with the un principles for responsible banking so we were one of the first well we were one of the founding signatories to the un principles for responsible banking and that framework that that the un has in place and the and the kind of experience we've been able to gain with working with other banks across the globe has helped us set out our roadmap for sustainability it's really impacted how we look at our products that we offer and the services that we offer. It's also impacted how we communicate with customers and the the level of engagement we have with colleagues, customers, and other stakeholders. The challenge, I guess, is getting an understanding of what good sustainability practice looks like. I think before we signed up to the UN Principles, we knew a lot of our customers were interested in this area, but it's very difficult to get a standard way of moving towards sustainability. And so really that that insight and knowledge that we've gained as being part of the UN Principles for Responsible Banking has, has been invaluable.
1: So you mentioned that you were one of the founding signatories. Why was that something that Gatehouse Bank decided to take on?
0: Well, we believe we had an ethical position because of our Sharia principles around not doing harm to the community, to society at large. And so the decision was taken that we would extend our ethical position. I guess the other reason was we could see that customers were interested in playing their part and and how they could have an impact on society, the environment, the communities in which they work. So it seemed a natural progression for us. With the UN Principles for Responsible Banking were introduced to us through one of the partnerships we have with the UK Islamic Finance Council and the Global Ethical Finance Initiative. So they're they're organizations that we already worked with. We became aware of the UN Principles for Responsible Banking through our work with those organizations. And so it seemed a natural development for us.
1: Gatehouse has been offering green home financing for a little bit now. So tell us what was the experience for the bank in offering the product?
0: We've been offering green home finance now for over 12 months. Feedback from customers so far has been fantastic. There are a number of providers in the UK in the conventional banking market that offer green home finance, that offer incentives for customers who are choosing more energy efficient properties. We launched what we believe was the first UK Sharia compliant home finance that was environmentally focused, as I say, and that the feedback from customers has been very positive. Applications for our green home finance from both new customers, but also existing customers that had the type of property required has been incredibly strong. And we've extended, initially when we launched green home finance, it was for UK residents, UK home buyers, UK landlords. We've since extended that out now so that our whole range of home finance products for individuals, whether you're a landlord or a home buyer, whether you're in the UK or not in the UK, have the option to choose our green home finance and effectively what the green home finance proposition that we developed offers is a reduction in the rental rates that we offer to customers and we also offset the carbon footprint of the average home in the UK for every customer that takes out a green home finance with us. And to be applicable for that, you need to acquire a property or or refinance a property that has an A or B energy efficiency rating, which means you are in a property that is more focused on energy efficiency.
1: 12 months in, what have been some of the challenges that you have faced with this product specifically?
0: I think the challenge is always around making sure that that it works and looking at how we can be different. Part of the challenge in the UK banking market, which is very competitive, is is how do you make your product offering different. So a number of the conventional banks offer a slightly reduced rate for more energy efficient properties. We wanted to look at how could we also help the customer offset their footprint when they were acquiring a property. And that's why the offsetting of the carbon footprint of the average UK home has a real benefit for the customer because they're kind of playing their part, even though they are in a more energy efficient home, we're also offsetting the kind of emissions that a property naturally has so the challenge really is how do we make things different and also then finding the right partners to work with whether it's green home finance or our woodland saver accounts that we launched nearly three years ago now it's about finding the right partner that can help us with the proposition for the home finance proposition, it's about who could help us with that offsetting, who could offer us certified offsetting. And for the Woodland Saver, it was about, okay, who can we find that's involved in tree planting in the UK that could offer us the types of numbers that we'd require to support our savings business. Apart from that, there isn't too much more of a challenge than that really. It's it's fundamentally a standard product, but with additional features that obviously support a more sustainable future.
1: So you talked about the carbon offsetting aspect a little bit earlier on. Can you go into that a little more maybe? What does the carbon offsetting process look like and and how does that work in relation to your partners?
0: So we work with a company called Forest Carbon in the UK. They also plant hundreds of thousands of trees across the UK. So that's how we first became involved with them was through the Woodland Saver accounts. They are also, though, involved in international offsetting projects, which are certified to the highest standards. So these are projects around the globe where individuals and countries are looking to reduce emissions. So there's a number of projects that we're involved with through the offsetting, whether that be stopping deforestation in Uruguay, we're working with Communities in Peru and India and China are looking at things like hydro energy. So we work with an organization that has that expertise and has that know-how to ensure that the projects are certified to global standards and that hopefully therefore they are certain to have the impact that they're looking to have from a global perspective.
1: So what is the process for Gatehouse Bank in finding good partners to work with? And what does the product development look like when you're working with other partners?
0: yeah so finding a partner obviously is quite difficult because you want to ensure obviously that the partner you're working with is working to the very high standards that you want to work with because ultimately the product we're designing at the end of the day is a gatehouse bank product and therefore you need to ensure obviously you're working with a partner that understands your intentions and your needs and likewise we need to understand how they work and their needs so it took us a while to find a partner like forest carbon we talked to a number of providers some of them weren't able to offer the scale of projects that we needed to be involved in some of them were just UK based some of them were just international based forest carbon obviously were able to offer us projects that were UK based as well as international and then how it tends to work is when we're looking at designing a product we get forest carbon involved early on when we're looking at how that product will look and what we expect it to include and obviously then we have to talk to them about well from their side if they were able to support that what would they need how would it work how do we make sure the time works. So, you know, with planting trees for our woodland saver, we obviously have to have regular ongoing calls to discuss the number of savers that have taken out that product and therefore the number of trees that need to be planted. We took the decision this year because of how many trees we planted around 12,000 trees last year. So we took the decision this year to almost forward fund some tree planting because the numbers are getting bigger. So I think it is about ensuring that you both have the same understanding of what this partnership will mean. And it's about then taking the time and involving the partner early in the design or the development of the product to make sure that they can assist in the way you want them to.
1: You mentioned scale being a factor. Does Gatehouse Bank have any targets for carbon offsetting? What are we looking at here?
0: So we've set a number of targets as part of the UN Principles for Responsible Banking. We've been a carbon neutral organisation for the last two years now and so every year we go through the process of looking at the bank's carbon footprint and offsetting that or looking at how every year as well we're also reducing our carbon footprint where possible. When it comes to our customers though, which is where effectively the bank has the biggest impact on the environment, is through the finance that we provide. That's something that we've worked with the UN Principles for Responsible Banking to set targets on how we can reduce that. And that is obviously more difficult because ultimately that means we have to impact how our customers manage their properties. So we don't have a target for offsetting as such. We have targets for becoming net zero by 2050. And so we've got a roadmap for how we're going to achieve that, which we're reviewing every year going forward to ensure that we are on track for that. We've also set targets around wider community and financial inclusion. So we've set targets specifically around attracting younger savers and helping them to get into a savings habit. And we've also set targets around charitable giving. So the bank, now has or has for the last three years now had a charity of the year which is chosen by colleagues so it's very much an inclusive choice on who our charity is and we have targets for the fundraising that we hope to achieve for them. We also have targets for colleagues actually giving up their time and supporting the community so we offer colleagues the opportunity to take one day of volunteering a year to go and actually give back to the community and we've been involved in a number of things whether that might be helping schools with their gardens whether that might be people have been out litter picking we've done restoring some natural ground that's just been left as waste so there's lots of different projects that colleagues get involved in as well so we don't have a specific carbon offset target we will offset obviously on the green home finance product as many customers that choose the bank and as i say that's growing and as many properties especially new build properties in the uk are already being built to an a or b standard we expect to see more customers obviously looking for finance on those that will come to us
1: You mentioned it's difficult for the bank to impact how customers manage their property. Has the bank been making any efforts towards that? What does that look like?
0: Yeah, so this is where the engagement side is key, obviously, to talk to our customers and understand their needs and wants and, and, and what they're looking to achieve. So we've started engagement surveys with customers to understand their position and, and what they're looking to achieve. That's led to us really now working on designing a new proposition, which isn't available yet that we're currently working on, which is to offer existing customers additional finance to improve the energy efficiency of their property. So we've done some initial surveys on how customers are looking at energy efficiency and and improving the energy efficiency of their home. We're looking at developing a proposition that would help that by the bank being able to provide the finance to help customers make significant improvements. We're also looking to establish focus groups with smaller numbers of customers to understand how we can have a direct impact. We're going to be kicking those off this summer. So getting into the real detail with individual customers about the support they need and, and what they're looking to achieve, I think gives us greater insight that then allows us to build propositions that really meet those needs.
1: So this additional financing for energy efficiency, is there a timeline for the launch of this? What specifically does that look like? Are you working with any partners who develop this product?
0: Well, we're talking to different partners at the moment about how we could help customers with looking at how they get information regarding how they could improve the energy efficiency of their property. But fundamentally, what we're looking at is how do we work with customers to agree a finance level that the bank can provide? And then how do we help customers understand what impact that improvement makes? Because for a lot of customers, they're very interested in improving the efficiency of their property. But what they don't always understand is obviously, well, what would I do that would have the biggest impact? You know. Is, Is it solar panels? Is it energy efficient bulbs? You know, lots of different things can have different impacts. And so we're looking at how can we help customers, first of all, understand the impact that different changes would make. Then we could provide the finance to help them make those changes. But then post that, how do we ensure that we're able to see, well, what impact has it had for the customer? It's very early days. We hope to launch something before the end of the year, but that's about as much as I can give on timelines at the moment, I'm afraid. So, yeah, that's very much a project that we're currently working on.
1: So you're talking a lot about literacy here. So what role do you think financial institutions such as yourselves play in driving literacy when it comes to financial literacy as well as sustainability literacy?
0: that a bank has a significant role to play. I mean, financial literacy and financial education is something that we're looking at from a kind of societal and, and community aspect. So I think on financial education, there's a natural role, obviously, for a bank to play. I think on the environmental education, again, that's where I see the development of this product that we're looking at for additional finance really having a role. And that's something that we're talking to partners about regularly, about how could we help people understand the impact that making changes has, you know, individual changes, what impact can they see from that? So I think the banks have a role to play. Having said that, of course, we're not environmental experts and that's where partnerships become really important because we're not environmentalists. We need to partner with experts to ensure that we can offer customers insight and support on understanding the environmental impact they can have.
1: Absolutely. So what can we expect from Gatehouse Bank in the future in this area? Are there any targets or upcoming initiatives? Obviously, you mentioned the additional financing for energy efficiency.
0: The biggest proposition we're looking at, at the moment, as I say, is additional finance for existing customers who want to increase the energy efficiency of their property. Um, and it would be fantastic to see customers that are able to move their properties up the EPC, so the energy rating that applies in the UK. We've talked regularly as a team about the Woodland Saver, and we have talked about, well, are there other environmental causes that we could look to impact? Could we link opening savings accounts to the oceans? Could we link to something else, which is a potential? Again, if we can find the right partners, then we can link to whatever aspect we want of the environmental agenda. It's also about, though, continuing to monitor and understand the impact that our customers are having. From a proposition perspective, additional finance for customers looking to improve the efficiency of their property and continuing to look at how we can link savings to the environment are the two key areas, I think.
1: Absolutely. So what we can expect from Gatehouse Bank then is this new proposition, as well as broadening the initiatives that the products are currently financing.
0: Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's very exciting. So uh, thank you so much for joining the podcast and we look forward to updates from Gatehouse Bank.
0: No problem at all. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. For more discussions on Islamic Sustainable finance and investment, log on to www.islamicsustainable.com. You can also listen to the episodes on your favourite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.